0: Hello, 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 this is Jamo and this is episode 10 of it is what it is and that's exactly what it is. It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. In any case, we'll kick it off here. I've recorded this episode now three times and you know what they say, third time's a charm. So. I guess it is. Here we are. And I wanted to start off episode 10 with doing a really cool recap of what's been going on and what has been going on. I've had a lot of growth in a lot of aspects of my life. And I'm very thankful for that. But I also wanted to take some time and try to really understand where that growth was coming from. Because when I was feeling good, I wanted to know why I was feeling good. And when I wasn't feeling good, I wanted to try to identify the different reasons for that as well. So I apologize, I've been off my schedule. I apologize to all four of my fans, but it was good. It was good in, in, in a lot of different ways. But the reason I started this podcast And the reason I started making music was because I couldn't get it out of my mind. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it's not necessarily that I'm good at any of those things inherently or naturally, but I really wanted to be good at them. And I haven't had that feeling of wanting to be good at something since I wanted to be good at baseball. Having the feeling of, being excited and waking up knowing that i've got stuff to do like i've got stuff to do for me not just for my friends or my family or for work or the things that i have to do right like go to the grocery store or do my laundry but knowing that there's things that i have to do to get better at what i'm excited about about what gets me out of bed in the morning that feeling has been awesome so to have that excited feeling and to know that i haven't felt that way since i played baseball is really awesome and i feel more like my younger self my younger self who was taking in all, all kinds of information to be better at what i really liked to analyze things and to study things and to really take every every aspect and portion of my life and dive into how can I be better at what I'm doing? So this TikTok that I found, it was saying that if you don't have any room to grow, that that's a scary place to be in. And I could really relate to that, I really could. For a long time, I didn't have anywhere to grow. I I wasn't really chasing anything that I was wildly passionate about. And music for me has been an amazing outlet, and it's been an outlet to work that muscle that I had built for so long, that muscle of wanting more information, needing to be better, wanting to improve from where I was at yesterday. Whatever you wanna call that, you wanna call it a muscle or a habit or whatever it might be. I haven't had a drive to use those skills that I was able to acquire when I was younger Uh, Into where I'm at now in my life and I had always kind of said, you know what? I'm getting older and These dreams that I have are, are you know These dreams that I have are too wild. I'm just thankful that I have somewhere to go. I'm just thankful that I have People that support me Is what I'm really trying to say And what I'm really trying to say is this passion that I have has improved all aspects of my life. I've been chasing the things that excite me. And because of that, more in my life excites me. I've been blessed with more than I deserve. I'm very thankful for that. It seems that the more that I grow and the more that I'm thankful, the more that I have to be thankful for. And that was something that I was told at a young age to be thankful for what I have, and I never really took that into account. I never really took what I had into account to be thankful for it. And this journey has allowed me to do that. This journey has allowed me to be thankful for the opportunity that I have to do the things that I really want to do, like make music and make podcasts. So, for that, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful that I get this opportunity, that I have the financial resources, that I have the time, that I have the support from friends and family. So that was something that I was able to reflect on in these last couple of weeks, while I continue to chase down my different passions and, and all that great stuff. Leading up to this journey, I noticed a lot of different things. I was very uncomfortable from the get-go, and I still am uncomfortable in in different ways than I could have imagined. And the uncomfortable is what also excites me. And I've been able to recognize that. I remember being bad at baseball. And that was uncomfortable. And I'm not saying that, you know, I was the shit or that I was the end all be all. But there was a time where I was good at baseball. And remembering when I was bad is very important for me now because I'm able to relate and to understand the saying. People say, trust the process. And I can go back and I can look at being bad at baseball and I can look at being bad at what I'm doing now. And I, I know that if I keep doing what I'm doing and I continue to progress, there's no way that I won't be better and that I won't be able to reach and achieve my goals because in any aspect of my life, I can't remember when I put in the time and didn't receive the outcome that I was that I was hoping for. And if I didn't receive the outcome that I was hoping for, it always ends up better than I could have imagined. And for that again, I'm thankful for for you know whatever that might be. What I found when I started was that I wanted to make music. I wanted to make music, I wanted to record it along the way and I wanted to record the process and the journey. And that's where this podcast came into play. A lot of the the people that I idolize and think are amazing at what they do, have podcasts, and that's really cool, and I heard Joe Rogan say that his podcast has been a surprise education that he didn't know that he needed, something along those lines. I might not be getting it right, but he was saying how his podcast has been an education for him, and how could it not be, right? People listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, and they become educated on whatever the subject is for that podcast, you know, and I think that's really cool this podcast for me has been about documenting and recording my progress being uncomfortable i've been really excited about podcasts that i have scheduled and coming up with with friends and i know that that'll be exciting and i'll learn a lot as well but really this podcast was about me sharing my journey hopefully sharing information with other people and it'll evolve and change and Knowing that that evolution and that change is coming with this podcast, the the break for me in, I, I think it took about four weeks off, was great. And I recorded this episode a couple times and I really just didn't, I wasn't in love with it. And I said, okay, cool. Let me take a break. Let me try to figure it out and figure out what I need to add, what I need to take out, how I need to change it. What I found from this podcast and making music and making podcasts. Was essentially that I wanted to produce, I wanted to make content, I wanted to make music, which I find myself to be very passionate about, and I love learning about it, I have been um, taking a lot of different lessons from different tutors that I meet with regularly, and it's been great, it really has. I've been progressing a ton. And I can't wait to see where I'm going to be at in six months or a year from now. And that really excites me. Producing the podcast. It's going to change. It's going to continue to change. And I know that it is very beneficial for me. And I hope that one day it can be beneficial for other people as well. This podcast has changed and it will continue to change. Just like my music has changed and will continue to change. I find that... Creating has allowed me to discover more of what I am actually good at and that's brainstorming and Finding new ways to look at things And what I really like to do is is produce and when I say that I don't mean it to sound vague, but I do like to produce music. I like to produce these podcasts but also I went to school for experience management and I know that It will all click eventually where i'm able to produce these podcasts and music all around an experience and i tried to do that i tried an iteration of it and it didn't work didn't work for this podcast i'll try it again in the future and that experience could be sitting down with a friend or multiple friends it could be um, what i tried months ago which was like a giveaway type of thing and working to meet new people and and collaborate that was when i was in denver and it didn't work out. And what I'm doing a poor job in summarizing is from the start of this podcast and this journey of making music, it's done nothing but help me in my life. It's done nothing but helped me be more grateful and thankful. It's helped me get uncomfortable and realize that I've got to put myself out there and I have to have something tangible to work with because. Really. When I was taking that break, from making the podcast. And I kept thinking of things that I could do with the podcast. I had nothing tangible to work with. I didn't have anything to look at or edit, but I kept thinking of different ideas. One of the ideas that I had and that I slightly produced was the Riz on Hinge, you know, like just the banter or whatever, or making jokes, which was cool um, and and it, it was fun. But I, I knew that that's not, what the identity of this podcast was going, should be for me personally. And there will be, I know for sure that there will be different iterations of that type of style in my podcast. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, when when I was taking the break and I wasn't making the podcast, it really just seemed like, like I was very excited to get back and make an episode but I was also nervous. And when I, when I started out doing this too, another thought was I didn't know where to begin. And I, that made me very nervous. I didn't know what to learn. I didn't know what was important, what wasn't. I didn't understand different softwares and things like that. And in a lot of ways, I got ahead of myself in, in music production, in video production, I, I did get ahead of myself. And because of that, sometimes the best product wasn't put forward, but I was able to, I was able to get started. And if there's one thing that I can share with you on this journey to episode 10, it's that if you want to do something and you're not sure how it works or how to start or where to start or what to learn, just start. If you do something and you start it and it's wrong or you're learning the wrong thing, you're gonna figure that out. And it's gonna show you what you need to learn. And that for me has been the coolest part about this whole experience. Between the music, between the podcast, is going towards a goal and not being really sure what, what to do, but still doing it anyways. That's been the, the hardest obstacle but the greatest reward, without a doubt. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So that's what I've learned up through episode 10. And thank you for sticking with me. It will continue to be a rocky journey, but I am very thankful for my growth and for getting here to this episode. I know episode 10, that doesn't really sound like a lot of episodes. Um, I've maybe done, 20 in total that I haven't produced or whatever, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, just wanted to share with you what I've learned up until this point, And maybe I'll do it every 10 episodes where I kind of recap what I've learned and where I'm at just so I can see the growth for myself, you know. It was, I, I wish I could have been more on schedule, but I needed the time to learn, you know. I was able to. Some of the things that I learned during the break, I played around with TikTok. I made some TikToks. I, I told myself for a whole week that I was gonna make a TikTok every morning before noon. And that was, that was a cool experience. I'm glad that I did it because it made me uncomfortable. I was, it, it, felt, it felt awkward, but it was cool. It was fun. It really was. And in that process, I reminded myself to touch the line. And touching the line was something that was a staple in sports when I was growing up. Anytime I think about touching the line, like if somebody said that to me, it would immediately take me back to basketball. And I wasn't a great basketball player. I was, I was actually a bad basketball player. But what I did a lot was run. I ran a lot because I was bad at basketball. And I remember coaches would always tell us to touch the line. I can even remember back in football when coaches would yell at us to touch the line. Not so much in baseball. I'm trying to remember if we like ran in baseball and touched the line. I don't think so. But football and basketball, I remember vividly coaches yelling at us to touch the line, make sure we touch the line, make sure we don't cheat ourselves. You know, like that was the big that was the big message there in what they were teaching us. And at the time, it was always annoying, you know, like you're you're tired, you're gassed. It's been a long day. You've been getting yelled at and now you got to reach down and touch the line. That extra little effort, that last bit of effort. When you get to where you need to go and you touch the line, you turn back around and you run through the line. During the time off, I, I started running. It could be a Monday morning, it could be a Monday evening, it could be a, you know, Saturday morning. There's always people out on the Katy Trail. And I would touch the line. And I would think in my head, these people probably think I'm crazy. You know, what is this guy doing? Reach down, touch the line, and run back. And it felt good. It felt like i was giving myself some some of that pride back that i that i used to have when i was younger and then it got addicting i'd wake up in the morning do my routine stretch run go touch that line come back and when i made those TikToks, i was like you know what i'm gonna touch the line like i'm gonna make a a video of me touching the line and that was that was great those mornings that runner's high was amazing and then to touch the line i felt like Yep, I'm I'm putting in my work. I'm I'm doing I'm doing what I need to and and I'm I'm touching that line, I'm getting back. So without that that break and without me working on being creative in another aspect, I would have missed out on on touching that line and and like bringing back how that makes me feel. So I am thankful for for what I learned during that break, but I also did make sure that I was, I was creating and exploring being uncomfortable in, in different settings and, and all that good stuff too. But I wasn't producing the podcast. You know, I wasn't staying on my Tuesday weekly release, which I'm back on. I'm, I'm getting back to that and it feels great. So I'm thankful for the break. I'm thankful for the things that I learned. I find that My life is more creative in every aspect. Now that I'm creating more content, I focus less on consuming it. And the content I do consume is very intentional. I consume motivational content. I consume content about podcasts. I consume funny content with my girlfriend when we're just hanging out, relaxing. And that's all intentional. And there's a purpose for it. But I've worked very hard to get the consumption of content that is unnecessary out of my life, like getting rid of a TV, limiting my social media use, all that great stuff. And it's been wildly helpful. And I would definitely recommend it uh, to anyone that feels like they need to get rid of some of their consumption. So um, if you do need help, reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to kind of give you the tips that I have found and learned. Some of those things include getting rid of the TV, Um, even in Atomic Habits, which we're going to touch on here in a moment. It talks about making your bad habits difficult. Um, I'm summarizing it poorly. But if you have a problem watching too much TV, put the TV in the closet when you want to watch TV or you need to watch something or whatever it might be, you got to get it out of the closet to watch television, and that makes your habit more difficult to to continue to, um, perform and just like your good habits, you want to make it easier to perform. So anyways, if you reach out and you're interested in, in some of these habits, I'd be more than happy to share it with you. On that note, um, I did see a really awesome, really cool clip from Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. He's always got great guests. He's got the daily stoic. Um, and I saw this clip and I could immediately relate to with what's going on currently in my life. So I'm going to play it.
1: One of the things I think a lot about and that I dislike, if I was like, describe a philosopher. It'd be like university professor, turtleneck, like yeah. tweed. You'd think of a weakling. And in the ancient world, like philosophers were people who did shit. They were warriors. They were kings, like Rex realist hunts. Uh, There's an early Stoic who's a distance runner, one who's a boxer. And what I love when you really read the Stoic text is, like, their metaphors are all sport. It's wrestling and fighting and running and hunting because they did those things.
0: Those things are difficult. Yes. And difficult things are good for you. And they're good for your mind. That's what people don't understand and don't pursue them.
1: Seneca says, we treat the body rigorously so that it will not be disobedient to the mind. Ooh, I like that. That's good. When I crank the knob to cold in the shower, or I push myself when I'm running or lifting weights or swimming or whatever, I feel like part of what that is is an assertion about who's in
0: charge. Difficult things are good for you. I felt that. And the reason I felt it was because I've been working hard to put myself in difficult situations, like being uncomfortable on TikTok, as silly as that sounds, or giving myself strict uh, deadlines to to finish things like reading a book, for example, reading Atomic Habits. I've been giving myself strict deadlines for music production goals. I've been giving myself strict guidelines for for the podcast. And difficult things are good for you, for sure. And I'm very grateful for the difficult things that I've encountered lately. And And I saw somewhere else too. And it said that, Without the difficult struggle towards your goal, the goal, reaching your goals would be meaningless. And that totally makes sense to me. It's it's something that I never really thought of, but it makes for the great story. It makes for feeling proud. And I love that. I think it's cool. I think that the things that are difficult or may make you feel bad or whatever it might be, that those are there to rebound you for when you do feel great about accomplishing what you set out to do. And that is why I want to make sure that when my mind tells me something that I make sure to go and uh, and achieve that. So shout out to Joe Rogan. He's always got great guests. One day, I would love to be a guest on Joe Rogan. I probably would just ramble and, and say a bunch of nonsense, but that's okay too, you know? That's okay, too. You know who speaks a bunch of nonsense? It's Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, that dude, I don't know if he's 100% telling the truth. I don't know if he's 100% telling a lie. He. I know for a fact he has lived a crazy life. That dude has lived one of the most wild lives ever. But then also he tells some of the most wild stories ever. And one of my favorite things about Theo Vaughn is you're sitting there and you're like, is this dude telling the truth? Did this dude really sleep in a bed full of raccoons? Did he really grow up with three raccoons and a reindeer? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. But shout out Theo Vaughn. That dude is too funny. But shout out Theo Vaughn. That guy lived a, has lived a wild life and I would love to sit back and listen to him. I just want to know, I just want him to tell me a real story, you know. Don't tell me about your uncle who, you know, raised a guinea pig just to fight off the mailman. Like, I know that story's not real, Theo. I know that really didn't happen. Because if it did, I need to hear it. I need to hear it in, in, in way more detail than you gave us. So shout out Theo Vaughn, the funniest out there for sure. The guy's got great stories, love to listen to him. Speaking of Theo Vaughn, I have a couple cool people in my life who just quit smoking and I couldn't be more proud of them. I'm not going to name them by name. I'm not going to name drop. I don't want to like call anyone out or anything like that, but you know who you are. I'm very proud of you and Theo Vaughn is even the third person he's not really in my life I mean he's in mine I'm not really in his but yeah three people I guess quit smoking Theo and two very close friends of mine which remind me of this video so anyway I'm, I'm angry I guess I am I, I am fucking keyed up today man a lot of shit going on I'm trying to quit vaping 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 it's vaping mother so I'm still on that shit, dude. God damn. I'll fucking put my tongue in a in a damn birdhouse, baby, and lick the walls. I don't care. That's just where I'm at today, dude. I'll eat a damn bird's ass, bro. No cap. Praise God, man. We're working through it. Um going to need to see it, Theo. Going to need to see you eat that bird's ass, but yeah, some friends of mine, they quit smoking, they quit vaping, um, and that's, that's really hard to do, so I want to give them a special shout out. I know they listen to this podcast, so that's really cool, and if you don't listen to the Vaughn's podcast, listen to it, or at the very least, listen to it when you need to feel happy, because that dude, that dude is, he's great, he's great at transferring emotion for sure great at telling stories and, uh, and sticking to it. I really want to give a shout out to my brother. He, uh, he's got some exciting news. He's having a baby, which is really cool. And that's going to be a lot of fun. He's having a little, little, uh, little baby boy here in a couple months. My brother is also starting the Fire Academy. He's a, he's a fireman for the San Luis Obispo Police. Uh, police. <laughs> he's a firefighter for the San Luis Obispo Fire Department, and uh, that's really cool. I'm really excited for him and really proud of him as well. So I want to take a minute and brag about my brother. He's always He's always been really good at what he does, anything he does. When he does it, he's good at it. And I've been extremely jealous if he had a podcast, he would be absolutely crushing it But instead he's running into burning buildings and saving kittens out of trees. So shout out Keanu Uh, Keanu motivates me he's he uh, He definitely motivates me to be better. I saw this motivational video that uh, I want to share here What if you did it? What if you actually did it? How do you think you'd feel? I mean, just for a minute, think about what your life would look like if you hit every goal that you have. If you actually went out and did everything you said you were going to do, what would your life look like? That's badass right there because that got me fired up one morning when I saw it. I think my buddy Adam sent it to me and Adam's got tons of tons of great content on his TikTok. So if you're not following Adam Hoffman, go follow that because Adam, he definitely gets me pumped up in the morning. He puts his TikToks on early in the morning, in the afternoon as well to get people motivated. And I'm pretty sure he sent me that video. And how cool would it be if you actually did accomplish the things you set out for? And in my experience, what I've learned is that those goals that you set, it always turns out better than you expected, which is, which is really cool too. So, that motivational video, it really got me because I know Keanu, my brother, everything he sets out to do, he accomplishes that, he exceeds it, and he keeps me motivated. And I just want to give him a special shout out. So really proud of him. Excited to see him um, in a a couple couple months, hopefully. So uh, really cool, really cool. Um, That's the motivational content that I have. And then um, something I saw too, Something I saw this week, which was absolutely wild, was a boy playing hide and seek found in another country six days later. Think about that. Really think about it. Apparently, he was in some cargo container on a ship and he was playing hide and go seek, and he falls asleep, and then he's in this container. They find him six days later. You couldn't pay me enough money to be in a a shipping container for six days. And this child did it accidentally. I would be losing my mind for six days. What I want to know is how he survived. Was there water in there? Was there food? Was there Netflix? How did he do it? Was it just dark? What was in that shipping container? I have so many questions, but really why it, it stuck out to me was because I genuinely did not think anyone would be able to top my hide and go seek because my hide and go seek story is it it doesn't come close to being trapped in a shipping container for six days and waking up in another country but it does it it was pretty wild that's for sure when I was a baby I was in my car seat I don't remember this I was told this so it could be made up like a Theo Vaughn story who knows I don't know but my mom told me this story. So shout out to my mom and her storytelling abilities. But anyways, she told me that it was in my car seat. She ran into the post office or something to like, you know, get in line and drop the mail or the bank, or I have no idea, whatever single moms do. And she comes back and the car's gone with her baby in it. I was in the car and talk about hide and go seek. She must've been, absolutely losing her mind can you you imagine walking out and your car's gone and not only is your car gone your child your newborn child is gone like i was a baby baby and apparently the car was repossessed the bill wasn't getting paid and we know whose fault that was that's a a whole nother story but i got taken away thanks dad for not paying the car note because it was the greatest hide-and-seek story that I had ever heard until that moment. My mom flipped out, you know, she was able to figure out where that car was or I would be, I probably would have grown up working for some tow truck company, not knowing that they weren't my real parents for free labor and I definitely wouldn't be doing this, but my mom was able to get me back. She found where I was hiding. She seeked it out and I was found. So I don't know. I didn't think anyone would be able to top my hide-and-go-seek, but that kid definitely did. And if I could have one guest on the podcast, it would be that child. And I would love to just ask him all the questions that I have. Like what country, like I I need to go back and study this article more. Maybe the, the answers are in there, but what country did you originate in? What country did you end up in? Did you speak their language? Wild. It's all wild to me. But that's some of the stuff that I've had, um, go on and, and, and some of the things that I've had happen since, since we spoke last and, um, I've been having a great time. Been, uh, been getting tons of love and support from my friends and my family. My girlfriend's been supporting me like crazy. She's, she's very helpful and supportive. So shout her, shout her out, shout, shout out Bailey. Um and yeah it's just it's just great. I've been having a great time getting tons of support from my friends and family from my girlfriend for sure she's been very helpful, and I really appreciate it and things are good i've been uh been been on my grind. I'm gonna get back to it. this was a great episode to test out some new things that I want to try and I appreciate I appreciate your time thanks everybody bye